Ahoy! Turning Face Podcast, what is up, everybody? It's your boy, Drew, here with the man, Tommy Parker. Yo! Live from Orlando. Uh, Tommy, do you want to tell them why you're in Orlando? I am pursuing my dream, my lifelong dream of being a pro wrestler. I'm in the the capital, the pro wrestling capital of the United States, um, self, self-proclaimed by me. But yeah, I'm here to start my wrestling training. And yeah, so in, uh, in a couple months, I'll be, uh, I'll be a pro wrestler and then it's time to get gigs. So it's exciting times for me, for sure. Get gigs, yeah. Um, also, we're now, at least I am going live we're on facebook live right now hey i've never done this so i don't know how i mean not facebook i'm sorry instagram live uh i've never done this before so i don't really know how it works but i'll I'll see who shows up we'll see who shows up but um (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but uh yeah so yeah that match there was a match just now with uh otis and um king corbin and king corbin defeated well no sorry otis won by disqualification king corbin hit him with a chair so typical smackdown if there's two two, well typical WWE. if there's two studs in a match you can guarantee that's going to be a dq finish yeah that's true um but anyway yeah so tommy is living the dream a dream his dream in florida uh pursuing this pro wrestling career i'm personally super pumped man i'm like so excited for tommy dude uh, i'm so excited for you dude this is like appreciate you bro so legit i was so happy i i was i was sad to know that we weren't gonna do uh at least for the next few months any podcast live right and i right. was like you know what man i'm just so happy for you so i mean i think i speak for everybody when i say dude we wish you so much luck Dude, appreciate um, that, bro. The only thing that would make it better is if you were down here with me, but uh, it's all good, man. Dude, yeah, the swag daddies will will be one, one way or another. It's happening. Shit, you just gave people the idea. What if it gets stolen in the next year? Well, uh, well then we'll fight them. I'm pretty sure we could beat them up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but um, – Tommy, would you like to tell them what happened to you today as well? All right. So crazy, crazy (laughs) story today. (laughs) Right after it happened, I called Drew like 10 seconds later. But I was working out. I just signed up for LA Fitness today. It's my first day in the gym. I am 10 minutes into my workout, maybe 15 minutes. And in walks Charlotte Flair and Andrade. And I was just like, holy shit. Like a little kid seeing like you're, you know, a, a celebrity, bro. I was like walked up to him before they started their workout. So I didn't, uh, you know, interrupt their workout. And I said, I'm sure you guys get this all the time, but I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan. Can I get a picture when you guys are done your workout? Andrade didn't speak much English at all, but Charlotte was like, yeah, of course. And then they ended up finding me at the end of the workout. We got a little selfie together. So I'll put that oh, on so the, they, po- the podcast screen. What's that? They came and, they came and found you. We kind of were in the same spot at the end. And uh-huh. I was like, I was like, hey, if you guys don't have time for – but you could tell they were kind of, like, looking around. I was like, if you guys don't <laughs> yeah. have time for a picture, it's all good. Like, really hoping. She'd be like, no, no, it's cool. And then we just got no. a, a quick one. 
Um, but I'll tell you, so before I got the picture with them, so cool. another crazy thing that happened is, so 10 minutes after I approached them and I asked if I could get a picture at the end of their workout, I looked to my left and I see this silver hair and this, this jack dude with an arm sleeve. And I was like, that's Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. <laughs> and uh, I, we were actually walking the same direction. And I, I like took my headphone out, you know, like the, the universal sign of like, hey, I need to say something. Took my headphones <laughs> out. And uh, I was like, I'm a huge fan. Like, and we, dude, we talked, I talked to them for about 10 minutes. Um, I even, I even told them that, you know, if they're interested in like doing any boxing training, hit me up and they were team pretty interested. So that was pretty cool. So dude, freaking amazing day, man. Like first time at LA fitness meet for uh four pro wrestlers. Crazy. <laughs> and that's the reason you're there is to be, to train to become a pro wrestler. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was a crazy thing. So that, um, that was, that was cool for sure, man. And uh, yeah, you know how I feel about that. So uh you know, get him on the podcast or something. Ah, I know, right? That's just uh, the <laughs> icebreaker. Now we, as soon as, now we'll as, soon as you feel comfortable, man, just start shamelessly plugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, well. Even if you're not well. doing a podcast, even if you're not doing a podcast that night, like, well, I got to go because I'm doing a, my wrestling podcast. Yes, my pro wrestling <laughs> podcast at Turning Face Pod. You know, we've never had any celebrities on, so, I mean, you know. And we probably won't have any on, you know, just because. <laughs> no one ever wants to come on. Um, but, yeah, that's that's so funny, though. That's, like, what's this, like, your, what, your, how many days have you like, been down there? Yeah, literally, like, my third day here, and I freaking yeah. meet. And I almost met Austin Theory, bro. I didn't tell you this story, but, um, or I don't think I did. But I was at Crunch Fitness the day before, and the guy said, uh, what, what, uh, what are you in town for? And I said, I'm doing this training. He's like, what type of training? I was like pro wrestling. And he said, Oh, you know, Austin theory. I was like, of course. And, uh, he said, uh -huh. he works out here. He usually comes in around lunchtime. I can introduce you guys. And I was like, yo, that's what's up. Nice. And, that's uh, cool. so I waited at the gym workout for three hours. No Austin <laughs> theory. <laughs> Bro, I was literally like doing so many different like ab machines at the end. I was just so like, ready to go home but i was like oh austin theory it's worth it so long story short I, I asked the guy i was like hey you any idea if like austin's coming in and he's like oh let me text his girlfriend whatever whatever and uh long story short he wasn't coming until 5 30 i've been there for three hours it was like 3 30 i was like bro i can't i can't do it anymore so yeah. missed out on that opportunity but um hey man you know hey you'll meet him yeah that's for sure once you uh, once you make it yeah you know you'll meet him I'll be like, bro, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but but seriously, I'm watch so your so back. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. Uh, um, so, yeah, man, it's been cool down here, but. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, well, like I said, we are all super pumped and uh, glad that you're pursuing that. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so for some reason uh, – Cesaro and Shinsuke uh, and Mojo just beat the dog shit out of Shorty G. Wait, wait. Mojo was in there? Yeah. Interesting. Not really sure why that just happened. And then Kofi and Big E came to his aid. Interesting. So, not really sure. I'm ready, I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for Big E to turn heel on Kofi and just... <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty crazy 
So, um, all right. So let's, I want to talk for a quick second about what we were getting ready to talk about before we came oh, on. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know what it's going to take for them to realize that Nia Jax is not the move right now. <laughs> like yeah. I really, I really like Nia Jax, but I mean, obviously I've talked about it before how much I like Nia Jax. I mean, it's purely, <laughs> it's not, it's not a, this isn't a profession. That's not a professional <laughs> concern. I, I have a professional concern with her hurting somebody a like her hurting somebody b what uh, why does why does a feud with Kyrie Sane what does that do I mean I get that that's Asuka's tag team partner but right I don't understand why she has to wrestle her every week (laughs) I agree especially after the first yeah go ahead she's just like beating the living dog shit out of her (laughs) Especially after the first buckle bomb when she hurt Kyrie, I was surprised that they had two matches after that. Yeah. You know? Well, and then, like, apparently I was reading that that's one of the reasons why they decided to ban the buckle bomb in WWE. So, for those of you that don't know, the WWE has decided to add to its list of – its extensive list of – maneuvers that are not allowed to be performed anymore and the maneuver that is most recently added to the list is a buckle bomb which is basically just a power bomb into the turnbuckle um seth rollins injured sting doing a buckle bomb a, a pretty significant injury for sting as well yeah um and so that was they apparently they said that that was kind of um, kind of got that conversation started, and then when when Nia Jax totally botched it against Kyrie Sane is when they made the final decision to to yeah. not allow it anymore. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, um, we can talk about that later. But or you know about you know our thoughts on the buckle bomb. But yeah, I think that was definitely like the straw that broke the camel's back, like that uh, that that one to Kyrie Sane. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like, like we talked yeah. about, you could tell that it was very edited. Um, that episode that she threw her into the steel steps, and, <laughs> and she must have just been out. And then they quickly did the finish. But yeah, they they ended it real fast. And uh, if you saw the um, if you saw the, there was a uh, there was a video on inst- or a picture on Instagram on Kyrie Sane's Instagram of uh the cut and you let's just say you could stack a couple nickels in that thing it was not it was not good so you know Um, part of me is wondering like and correct me if you don't agree but and this is just speculation this isn't necessarily but a lot of naya's a lot of the injuries have been to Kyrie Kyrie sane and do you think it's a matter of her selling it so much that it's actually maybe Kyrie's fault? Or do you really think that it's Nia Jax just really not knowing? Because the way I look at it is like you get thrown into the stairs. That's really on Kyrie's saying um, the buckle bomb is a different story, but you know, help me out. This is the other scenario yeah. that she got hurt on. You know what I mean? I just think that 
not yeah. all of the fault should fall on Nia Jax. I don't know if that's right. I'm just okay. saying, like, to play devil's advocate, I could see that, you know, people want to bump for her harder because she's a bigger girl. And yeah. so so that could play in. And so, you know, what, what's your thoughts on that? Do you, do you think it's that she's, like, a little bit unsafe and not as well trained? Or do you think it could be the, the latter that I just said? Um, honestly, uh, like, with the buckle bomb, you know, uh, with the when she hurt when she did that buckle bomb and we talked about this before, um, you can hear Kyrie saying say she's not set. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think I think in that instance it may have been just Nia Jax just rushing. I right. Think she I like I think she rushed a little bit uh, with a few of the things that she did. Um, th- with the steps, the thing with the steps, I don't really know, man. Like. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell because when Kyrie Sane went into the steps, she fell face first. It didn't look like it wasn't like uh, something I've never seen before. You know what right, I mean? Right. Right. So it wasn't like I've and I've actually seen people go harder into the steps. For sure. But um, you know that the blame for that, like I, I don't obviously I don't know I don't know the story, but the blame for that. I don't think that can fall entirely on um, Nia Jax, but um, right, yeah, at least at least not entirely. But yeah. you know, it's one of those things, man. You only get so many, and it happens back to back to back each week. It's not a good look, and so yeah, you know, what's your thoughts? Like, let's say next week she goes out and, and hurts somebody. Do you think she gets fired? Well, again, I think it depends on how bad it is. <laughs> I think it depends on, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it – so, I, I think she's – I'm not – I don't even – I'm not even going to say she's on thin ice because I don't even agree. I don't even think that. But, um, I don't know. I, I, just, I mean, I was going to say she is still challenging for the title. So, it's not like she's just a random yeah. – girl in the division she's she's technically the number the number two right now in yeah. all of women's raw roster you know yeah and I mean I don't know I I don't I really don't have any idea what the the brass think of her so like I right. can't we, we obviously we we have we can only we can only report on what we experience and like what what I've experienced from her so far and I, I've not only experienced it, but I mean, I've, I've obviously heard rumors about the fact that some people think she's unsafe. But I don't know, man. Like again, yeah. you, like you just said, there she's pushing. They're pushing her for uh, the title. So yeah, I mean, no, it's. it's uh, I, think I think you can't have. I think she's like Nyla Rose in in AEW. Like you have such a dominating presence and a figure that you would yeah. assume is going to just destroy everybody. So yeah, you want to use that talent, but if that talent's not cooperating with you and, and performing well, and then I don't, I don't, obviously it's already set that she's challenging for the title, but I would be, I'll be interested to see what happens after uh, backlash. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting. I, it's, it's one of those weird things because, you know, I was listening to listen to the interview just to, to digress a little bit, but um, you know, I was listening to the interview with Jordan Grace on Chris Van Fleet's podcast and it made me realize how good the, the impact women's division is and they're only getting better oh, yeah. with uh, they just re-signed a couple of girls. They just signed, Peraza, you know, Dina Peraza. So it's uh yeah. 
you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. It, it just, it seems like it's so hard to find like depth in any type of women's. Cause it seems like, you know, there is more, there's more talent depth wise for the men. And I hate to say that, or at least creatively, there's more direction for the men. And yeah. I feel like the talent with the women is a little bit more spread out because ring of honors got yeah. great women, NXT raw SmackDown. It's just like, there's not a bunch of great women in my opinion in one certain division except with that you know i think nxt would probably be the best or or impact so it's one of those weird things where i just wish that you could get kind of like all the the i don't know you know what i mean i just wish there was a little more depth in each division if that makes sense yeah the talent pool is very shallow in women's divisions for sure that's basically a long story that was the that's the short of what i was trying to get at yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah, speaking of women's divisions, so Hikaru Shida, uh, is now the AEW women's champion, which is, dude, dude, she's, uh, she's very good. She's really good. Yeah. Can we talk about her freaking her performance at double or nothing, dude? That was a, that fight might've been top two in the night. You don't include, uh, you know, the stampede. I think that was the, the best, maybe second best fight of the night, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, let me interrupt you real quick. Uh, Sonia Deville is a, like, she's the perfect heel. She's, I, I, yeah. I think she's, she's going to so do good. really great things. I think she's going to do really great things if they give her opportunity. Dude, she's the perfect heel. She's, she, her and Lacey Evans are having a match right now. Ooh, she's nice. Just, from everything to like her demeanor to like her facial expressions to just yeah i mean she she attacked lacey evans before uh before she got to the ring like just they're they're killing it with her right now writing for her and she's got heel. insane mic skills so i would really yeah. like to see them give her some kind of like express her personality the same way they're letting otis and uh and mcintyre and these and these yeah. guys do i would really like to, for them to give her more of a platform to yeah. be able to kind of use her her heel and she's doing like dirty heel stuff too like she's like cheating to use she's Love like it, using the ape. she's yeah this is like this is this is classic heel stuff which is awesome i would love um, to see her and ziggler be a thing and kind of do that old school heel mentality where they help each other win and they just keep climbing up and yeah. they keep calling people out and keep cheating and and i would like to see well, kind, that well i mean it's kind of like what that's kind of like what your two new best friends do (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean it's i like that because it's like if you're a heel in my mind you have to 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 get heat and to also be able to progress you can't beat beat the big time guys so the way i look at it is if you're a heel you either need something mjf's got his ring he's got wardlow those are two things that he can use at any point to win a match um you know kip sabian's got penelope ford and no, before it's got Kip Sabian. I think when you're a heel, you need that X factor, something that helps you get the big wins. And I think that yeah. Dolph and Sonya are both ready for. I think they both should be in kind of the main event picture, and I think they'd really help each other. Yeah, like if Sonya Deville loses this match, like that's that's lame because like right, because Lacey Evans is kind of like a face. She's kind of like nice, and like she right. had a, she had a face turn, and so like she's kind of like the. Like the all-American, like tough girl. So I think I think if they if Sonya Deville loses this match, they're they're like it's one of the things that they do in WWE. Like we've always talked about, like 
are you really pushing a heel? Because they always just lose. Like the heels aren't supposed right. to just always lose. No, it's it's bad. I don't like the way that they do it at all. So anyway, anywho, but um, yeah. So double or nothing was great. Uh, what did you, I gave that? I gave double or nothing like a the. It was at like a for me. It was at like a seven out of ten, like a six or a seven out of ten, until the stadium stampede match oh and that bitch shot up to like a nine <laughs> dude i mean given what given like a no crowd thing i think they had to get a nine for that i mean it was it was so good man yeah dude stadium stampede was brilliant yeah i thought that, i thought it was great and then uh, the one thing that I'll, I'll start with this the one thing that i think that the stadium stampede match got a lot of crap for which I don't. I didn't even put the two. I didn't even put the two two things together um, when it happened. Was there was a point in time in the match when the pride uh, Santana and Ortiz were drowning Matt Hardy in the pool, like they, but they like just were sticking his head under the water. Right. Um. Sorry. Wait, that got some. That you said that got some heat. Yeah, that got like some heat because of the the Shad Gaspar drowning and yeah, wait, but that was that. that happened I was later, like, correct? I was like, no, it happened. No, it happened before. Oh, he passed. That, that he passed sense. away before. He passed away before the Stadium Stampede match. But still, like, I Dude. honestly, I didn't even think about it. I was just Bro, like, like, and I didn't even got, think about it until I saw them giving him crap about it on like Instagram the next day. It's stupid, man. Everyone, like, there's nothing, like, people are going to bitch about something, dude. And so, like, that that's such a crazy, like, you have to really be, like, very, not to say, like, I don't know. That's just such a weird thing to, like, point out. Because, like you said, me or you would have never thought of that. It's just, it just, it's entertainment. It's almost yeah. like, like, it's almost like comedy. Like, anything goes. And it's just, like, entertainment. Anything yeah. really goes. And it, it had nothing to do with, with the Shad thing. So, it's just a weird right. thing that people tied that in. It's very strange to me. Well, and I think it's one thing to do something like what they're trying to – what they tried to do with Jeff Hardy and, like, do the oh, substance dude. abuse thing. Like, that's just, yeah. like – that's that's like a that's, like, an obvious rib at, like, his past with substance sure. abuse. But, like, the Jeff – the Matt Hardy and the pool thing, like – it's not like they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, make fun of Shad Gaspard's passing and, like, make exactly. Matt Hardy pretending he's drowning. Like, there was just – they have a pool. Like, they didn't put the pool there for the stampede, the stadium right. stampede match. They freaking had a pool, so they used it. Like, and they and they used it for, like, a specific reason, which was a brilliant reason. I love the right. way that when they when – they, <laughs> every time they dunked him, he came out as a new version Dude, of Matt Hardy. That was That was, um, that was incredible. They did so many little good good things with, uh, you know, with, with with that like with the horse, with the uh, them oh, drinking yeah. at the bar, them chasing Sammy. There were so many good little little parts from yeah. that. One of my favorite parts was when I can't remember which one it was, but one of the Jacksons, um, Jericho, and I think it was Matt Jackson were fighting. And they were over like on the sideline and there was just a bag of footballs and Matt Jackson was like taking the footballs out of the bag and just chucking them at Jericho. And like one of them, one of the, one of the balls, like hit him in the nuts. It was like perfect. <laughs> it was so funny. And Jericho was like doing his typical like scream. 
Oh man, it was hilarious. So that yeah. that yeah, that match was great. And then <laughs> what was the other one? And then I mean, Sammy Guevara had a rough night. <laughs> oh man, he's been banged up, dude. That guy bumps like no other. Dude, the finishing the finisher with the one winged angel off the uh, off the freaking concourse of the Dog. stadium. That shit was bananas. I cannot believe that. Dude, that's crazy. It had to be like a 20-foot drop. I was going to say, even jumping that in like a pool or a bouncy house, like, can't feel great. Like, that's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, which is – which, to me, Sammy Guevara did more in that match than anybody else. Absolutely. And it was like the most impressive shit, man. Like, that – I was – I was more impressed with him in that match than I think I've ever been. He was because he was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know he's I mean? re- he really impresses me. I think he's one of the best wrestlers because he can make everybody else look so good and he's willing to do so much different stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Dude, right. At least, I mean, at least with like his conditioning too, like, Oh yeah. To do all that crap in that match. And like, it seems like he, he seemingly did not take a rest like the whole match. So. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, even though, like I said, even though we like, got the crap beat out of him most of the match, like, right. he, he, uh, he really impressed me with like just his resilience and like what he's able to do and with the way that, um, just like the, the way that he was able to perform in that match. Yeah. Just with everything between like running from the guys in the golf cart to like running away from the horse, like that match was, was perfect. Yeah. Um, and I just like, it just, I said it on like our Twitter, but it just goes like AEW is even beating WWE in like their, their cinematic stuff. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, would, absolutely. I would prefer, I would prefer that stadium stampede match over the Firefly Funhouse match and yep. the, the, uh, and the money in the bank and the, Dude, I agree. Uh, the, what was it? The, the Boneyard match. Right. Well, it was funny because I was, I was with my buddy because we were, we were down at the beach, and I was with my buddy watching that. And, uh, and I was trying to explain to him how AEW is a lot better of a product. And, he, and he, we saw the stampede, and it was, we started watching right when they started entering in, and they were on, you know, wearing helmets, and it was very gimmicky. And uh, he's, like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, dude, this seems just like WWE. I was like, trust me. WWE wishes they could do this. Like I, it's I know it seems yeah. that way, but this is like this is like the better version of. But anyway, you know, I just thought that that it was a lot better of a job. Yeah, it was. It was it was real good. Um, I hope they. I hope they continue to be creative like that because it was it was it was good. Um. So. They're showing a vignette for Matt Riddle right now, so I don't know if oh, he's making really? his debut soon or well, not. That'll but. be interesting. So he's – oh, wait, your voice has some. Um, yeah, that's Wes. Hey, um, Wes, you're handsome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You're one yeah. of two viewers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, what else? What else? Uh, what else some big news that we missed since the last podcast? Um, at some point, dude. I want to go over um, predictions for for, uh, for the in your house NXT. Yeah. Uh, well, FTR. FTR, the best <laughs> tag team in the world. No. But at me, 
Don't don't at me, bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was cool, man. I, I we said it before, uh, but like, I just wish that that was in front of a crowd, man. Because ah, that would have been the the crowd pop for that would have been huge, huge, man, huge. It, especially that AEW crowd. You know they 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 would have been freaking out, man. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. Yeah. You know. It's one of those things, like, I'm trying to understand it because, you know, personally, I wouldn't ever want to make my debut during a no crowd event. But I think that, like, yeah. the reason that and, – and they even said on interviews, they said on Talk is Jericho, we're not going to make a rush. We're going to hang with the families. We're going to think about all the options. We're not going to rush into anything. I was very surprised. Look, look, don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest FTR fan ever. Um, but I was just so surprised when they made their debut and – it uh i forget what else i was gonna say but it was just very like surprising to me because i think you know and and just trying to understand maybe their logic it's the fact that there's all these people that are free agents right now and they don't want to if they did wait till the crowds come back there's going to be a lot more people able to sign and maybe aew wouldn't have signed them because let's be honest they're not going to sign everyone it seems like they are but they're not and so maybe that was part of their logic but i mean what's your thoughts like why do you think they they came back right now um i was thinking about this the other day though like uh, what you know if you think about it what um if when though you know what i mean like when if not now when like when are that when are they gonna have been yeah when are they gonna be content with the circumstances of them coming back though you know what i'm saying no it's true it's true that's a good and, point and if and if i were them I wouldn't want to be on the shelf that long. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. even if they, even if they signed with AEW and they had been, and they wrapped them and AEW wrapped them up and they were, right. you know, ready to go. Um, if I were those two, uh, Dax Harwood and Chance Wheeler. Cash. Which, <laughs> Cash Wheeler. I keep saying Chance. Dax Harwood and Chance Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. Is there are their names uh, FTR, which <laughs> uh, I didn't watch it, but they uh, Tony Schiavone interviewed them and oh, yeah. he asked them that. if he asked them if FTR stands for Fuck the Revival because the Revival were what they went by in WWE, right? And WWE, right. You know they, you know, um, but uh, so. Yeah, but like it looks like they're gonna have their first. Their it looks like their first rivalry is gonna be with Butcher and Blade. It's good, so it you know, like because first it would be a huge mistake to have the Young Bucks versus FTR, like the ten years in the making, be in front of no crowd. They're gonna win a thousand percent. Wait until there's a crowd, um, because that that's you know the two best tag teams in the world. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. In in everyone's eyes, really. Yeah. So, um, and then my other, my other thing, uh, is, uh, what I was going to say. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yes. Um, they're definitely going to want a crowd for a revival or FTR since I said the revival. They're <laughs> definitely going to want a crowd for the FTR, um, young bucks match. So I get definitely get that. Um, and then I think, they just, like I said, I just don't think they wanted to be on the shelf that long. They just wanted to no, get out there. Yeah. 
and get wrestling. So that makes sense, um, man. So good for them. I'm, I'm very happy with that. I don't want to get that twisted. Yeah, and they say that the only—I mean—and they're saying that the only reason Brian Cage didn't debut sooner was because he was injured. So I did, yeah, I did know that he had a pretty serious injury, what like a bicep tear or something weird like <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah, so he, yeah. yeah, so you know what's interesting to me is like they have um, just to to kind of transition a little bit, but they have these three brand new monsters. They have Brian Cage, they have Brody Lee, and they have Lance Archer. They, they all were thrust into main event roles and title opportunities right away. And yeah. so it, it's this weird thing of, they, you know, they squash, 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 and then they get this big event and then lose. And I think that's what's going to happen with Brian Cage. And it's just like, what's your thoughts on that? Because you have these, these, these guys who almost seem like they can't lose, and then you put them immediately in the main event and – to get to get crushed i feel like when you have a big guy and he's a heel you he can't take too many losses before you just look at him like ah he's just another guy you know so what's your yeah. thoughts on that man because i i really have issues with it well and like the thing that the thing that i have always uh has always come to mind when uh these things are happening like when it started happening with brody lee when it happened with brody lee and lance archer and now brian cage my my thing is like who's your guy? Like who's your star? You know what I mean? Right. Um and like are you do you wanna make one of these heels your star? Or do you wanna have like like who and like who do you who, I think at this point it's a tricky situation at this point in AW because you don't have a lot of guys that you can challenge for the title right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, fair. You, you know, you had Jericho, you had Moxley. Moxley's defended against who? Hager. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't have That's a, a lot point. of guys to challenge for the titles right now or for the title right now. So, like, who's your star at the time? So, like, your star right now, obviously, is Moxley because he's your title. He's your champion. And then, like, who is going to elevate our star? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a it's a great I think, point. I, I didn't uh, I didn't put that into perspective. It's a really good point. I think that um something that will help out with that is you get the titles off Hangman and Omega fast, um, yeah. so that they can both be thrust into main event roles because those yeah. are two more guys you put into the to the um to the championship picture. But it's a great point, bro. I mean, it's a good point. But but so now, like, where do you go from here with those guys? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm kind of saying is like. I think that obviously Lance Archer, Brian Cage, and uh, Brody Lee, those three guys are the best. There is AEW's best acquisitions in the last few months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, with the exception of FTR, who are a tag team, right? <clears throat> so they don't. So they don't count. So we saw Lance Archer squash a bunch of people, and then. He goes for the TNT title and he loses. I think it was a mistake to put him in the TNT title tournament to begin with. Agreed. Because if we just want to make him this heel that destroys everybody, why are we putting him in a tournament where he's like competing with a field of other people for a title? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, no, I completely agree. That, does, that doesn't make sense to me. So when he got put in the title, when he got put in the tournament, I was kind of confused. I think it should have been MJF. 
So yeah. that way MJF and Cody get a rematch. Yep. And then MJF yep. finally loses as a heel. Dude, I, I like that. I didn't think about that. I like that idea. So that 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 was my opinion on the on the tournament. Take right. Archer out, put MJF in. Cause because wasn't um if I'm if I'm if I remember correctly, wasn't Cody MJF's first loss? Or was it the other way around? Um uh so it, I think in the calendar year, uh, it was Cody's first loss, like when they reset okay. the records. So, yeah, MJF's right. undefeated, and Cody, I guess, had had that yeah. one loss at the time. Yeah. So, so, either way, like, either way, that's that's even better because yeah. Cody gets his loss back. You know what I mean? And then MJF, as that heel, finally like, – like, like we say, like, you don't have to win – you don't have to be undefeated as a heel – like, but let it build and yeah. then lose in an important match. And so that's the thing. Like, I think that they didn't build these guys up enough, especially because they're yeah. built to be like these larger than life monsters and you didn't build them up enough. And so now I still ask that question, like, where do you go from Brody Lee will be fine. I'm not as worried about him because he's still got the dark order. He's going to do like a different thing and he's going to kind of, but, but like Lance Archer, like, what do you just rebuild him up again? I'm just, my thing is you can't have him build, 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 and then lose again and do that a couple times because it'll be like – I'm trying to think of somebody. It'll be like like freaking great Kali, and then he'll turn into like a comedy act. And that's just one example. There's tons and tons of examples. Um, you know, Ryback, look at a guy like – Oh, shit. So, Hold on. Sorry. Drew Gulak's <laughs> back. Drew Gulak's back, and they were just having like a um, little thing with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles for the um, – for the uh, – Intercontinental title finals and Drew Gulak came back and attacked. Oh, wow. Uh, so. Anyway, which is awesome. Damn. He's back. No, that is Sorry, awesome. go ahead. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, what, these... what's your thoughts? Like, do you, like, uh, where, where do you think Lance will, will go from here? More so. Well, I mean, like, here's my, like, I think Lance needs to become like a, I think he can have a, still have a successful career, but like, these these three guys that have challenged for the AEW championship thus far, or these three guys who have cham- um, sorry challenged for titles in AEW thus far, uh-huh. so Archer, Brody Lee, and um, um, God, I can't think of it. Archer, Brody Lee, and Hager. These are three guys that like can have standalone careers. Like they right. don't need those are guys that don't need to have titles on them. Absolutely not. Necessar- yeah. Necessarily, um, maybe maybe Brody Lee because he's got like that weird like cult leader thing, and he's like got to be the you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, he. Uh, yeah, maybe, I agree. Maybe yeah, I agree. But I don't think I don't think Archer needs a title on him. I really don't. No. The same way the Fiend doesn't think, need a title. Yeah. And I don't think Hager needs a title on him. I don't. And you can have a feud with somebody. Like I think, I think uh, Archer. If you write well, if you write a good feud for Archer, he doesn't need to have a title on him. But I think yeah. AEW felt the pressure because those three guys were such big signings. Yep. With Hager and Brody Lee and Archer, I think AEW did feel a little bit of pressure. And they felt like it was important to put a title on them because they were such big signings, as well as Brian Cage. Like, Brian Cage won a title shot in his first appearance ever in AEW. And it's, and like, I didn't it's, even, yeah. I didn't even, dude, I didn't even consider Brian Cage. I was like, so no one I did, which, the, which I liked. 
But, you know, it's yeah. just one of those things, like, you putting him in that spot to potentially, you know, lose. And it's just like, then where, where does he go? Because now he's not this unbeatable monster anymore. It's just, right. you know, it's one of those weird things. But but anyway. Um, this just can't – this can't become a pattern. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? And, that, like, and, and it's scary because it is. And we know what that pattern is like because we know that WWE yeah. has done a really bad job of that. So that that's my thing. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, I just don't. I just don't want these big signings to come into AEW and their first five matches just be de- de- decimating squash matches, and then they right. get a title shot, and then they lose the title shot. Like it's gotta exactly. be. You've gotta have more creative writing, which is something we complain about with WWE all the yeah. time, is that their writing is not creative. So in order for AEW to get ahead of the pack and to be different than a than WWE, the writing has to be more creative. So For I'm sure. not gonna I'm not gonna like cut the cord just yet and say like, but I want to see. I mean, it's definitely and and the lack of star power is for sure a reason why they are doing this yeah, because they want right. to put their biggest names in title matches. But if you get big enough and you have enough depth of your roster, you don't need to put all your big names in title matches. You can still have them in main events and not and it not be a title match yeah so for sure like i said i just hope it i hope i know why they're doing it right now but i just hope it doesn't become like a pattern in the future agreed man agreed um yeah what do you want to what do you want to pivot to next i don't know man um so I saw. Did you see the other night when um, Drake Maverick? Uh, yes, good call. Contract? That was that was yeah. really cool. That was. Cool. I'm glad <laughs> that he. Yeah. I'm glad that he lost. Um, because. I I I I haven't re- I haven't seen anything about it, but I'm I'm curious if he knew. Um, I don't think he did. Yeah. Because it looked I like don't... pretty genuine emotion. Yeah. Either he did a really good job of of like playing that off, or he didn't. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> So either way, like yeah, respect, I mean, I, but uh, <laughs> I'm not an emotional expert. But like I said, it looked like he it was pretty genuine emotion. Um, uh, for those of you that didn't see it, Drake Maverick, who was one of the people that was cut by the WWE, um, I guess he would chose to ride out his 90 days and participate in the cruiserweight tournament, and he was in the finals last night, and um, he lost, but. Um, after he lost, when he was kind of like doing his final walk away, Triple H came out and awarded him a new contract, I guess. So Right. Yo, you know um, what I thought was funny was is, cool. uh, is I, I, I think that – I almost wish he didn't resign, but I thought it was funny because, like, Triple H kind of came out. It was one of those in the, in the moment type things. Like, because what if that contract was bullshit? Like, what if it was <laughs> – not like bullshit as in fake. Yeah. Bullshit is in like a like a low dollar contract. I bet yeah. you it was. I bet you it was just like yeah. Like I think that they did a one up on him because I think he would have killed it somewhere else. Not that he's gonna yeah. not kill it here, but I think he would have made a lot more and killed it somewhere else. And I think that they kind of used this leverage to get him to resign at a cheaper contract. I really think that they, because think about it, he signed that contract right there. He's not gonna like. It's like if somebody proposes to you on national television, you're going to say yes. Like, you might right, say no right, later. Right. But it's like he wrote that. He signed yes. To, he didn't even look at the contract. He just signed yes. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. It was something that not a lot of people were talking about. But um, it's cool for him, man. But Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm I'm glad I'm super happy for him. I'm glad he he's you know he's back in the WWE because you know he always said that's his dream just to be in the WWE. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I, I don't know how big of a contract he would have gotten um, somewhere else. So I don't really. I'm not really yeah. um, to say, you know, whether I agree with him signing uh, a new contract with um, WWE, but. Yeah, I, I yeah. heard, and it's all hearsay, but I heard he had offers from basically everyone. Oh, okay. But that that's um, just speculation. And by everyone, I really mean impact um, and. That, that's big. I mean, that, I just, I just had heard on the rumor mill, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, man. But that's again, it, it made for a good story, which I, I mean, I enjoyed following it for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to do some predictions, man? I'm really curious to see your thoughts on this weekend. I'm excited for NXT, actually. Oh yeah. All right. Well, All right. You. What do that, you got? Um. You want me to just pull up the card? Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. For um, in your house, right? For in backlash your house. is backlash is next weekend. Is that I right? I think next weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. I, I won't get backlash, but I'll try to. I'll definitely watch this one. Um, all right, so I'll read you from the bottom up. So we got um, really, really, I really like this card. I think you'll agree. So Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, um, mm-hmm. Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, um, which is an interesting <sighs> match. That one, I thought that. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, what, uh, just a, you know, a six-woman tag match. Pretty, pretty. A lot of, lot of tension. Other than Shazzy Blackheart, a lot of tension in there with, the, with these groups of people. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I like. What was the Mia Yim and Shazzy and who else? Um, Mia Yim, Shazzy and Tegan versus Candice, Dakota right. Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Dude. Uh, I'm going to kind of do like what people do when they don't know who to pick, but they like the team's uniform. So I'm going to pick, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick Shotzi, Mia and Tegan, just cause it's got two of my three favorite ladies in, <laughs> in, in NXT. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to, uh, that color, that colorful hair just does it for me, bro. Mia you, and man. Shotzi both have colorful hair. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go the other way on that one. Um, I think that the the heel the heel group will get it done and just build even more tension, but we'll see. That's a that's a trickier one to pick. Um, so right, the next Drew one, Drew Gulak, Drew oh. Gulak just pinned pinned AJ Styles. Wait, what? Yeah, Drew Gulak just beat AJ Styles. Wait, oh they they wow wow. That's Gulak and AJ Styles just had a match. Yeah. Damn, like a Which straight is, clean pin. Yeah. That's crazy. Which is weird because I don't get it. Okay. Uh, is there no <laughs> is there no decency anymore? <laughs> I mean AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan are competing for the Intercontinental title at Backlash, so Yeah. I don't I don't know what AJ Styles losing to Drew Gulag does for him right now, but whatever. <laughs> that's that's crazy, bro. If I was AJ, I'd get the fuck out of there, bro. That that's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway. So next one, we got Keith Lee, your boy versus my boy Johnny Gargano. I'm pumped for this one, bro. These are two of the most talented people on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, like the pose. I like the pose. <laughs> yeah, what is it? It's like this. 
Like, yeah, it's something like, like, yeah. It's a fist and a thumb. Yeah, yeah fist and, yeah. Um, dude, yeah, I love Keith Lee, man. He's the man. And I, and I love, I, he's I so do good like in the Keith ring. Lee a lot. He's really good, man. Gargano he, and him are going to put on a freaking fight. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be a dope match. They're both just really good wrestlers. Keith Lee works so well with so many people because he can, he can do so much uh with different types of people like for instance right. in uh in in the Royal Rumble when he fought brought when he was um in Royal Rumble when him and brought you know him and Brock Lesnar oh yeah had that moment where they were fighting like he can he can mix it up with a big guy or like with Gargan with Gargano where he can mix yeah. it up with a small guy like Keith yeah, Lee is just uber talented because he just yeah. can, he can wrestle any body type. Like you can tell some guys have trouble and that and they struggle when they have to wrestle someone who is significantly bigger or significantly smaller yep. than them. It just looks like a smashing. It just looks like yep. a squash. Yeah. He, but, yeah. You're you know, so, you're so spot on. Keith Lee is just so talented and such a good wrestler that he can make anybody look good no matter their size. So, yep. That's one thing I love about Keith Lee is that he can he can he can put on a good match with anybody no matter what their yeah. body type or their Dude, skill set is. Yeah. With that's so that's a very underrated skill. I think there's not a lot of people oh, who can say sure. that. Yeah, man. Um so, so what do you got for that? Who you got Keith for that Lee. one? I get Keith I got Keith Lee for that one because they just um they just uh Gargano and Candace beat Mia and Keith this past that's week on true. NXT, that's right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got Keith Lee in that yeah, one. Yeah, that's fair. I, I actually I gotta go Gargano. Um I like generally when somebody wins, you know, the week before it doesn't it's not always good. It usually means the opposite. But hear me hear me out on this logic. I think that Keith Lee is ready for more. I think he's either gonna get pushed oh, into the main roster or I think he's ready for the NXT title. Um I think he could be the one to dethrone Cole potentially. Um, or yeah. I think he'll just get straight up to the main roster because I think that um, – but anyway, I, I think that also Gargano, he's got, you know, yeah. new entrance music. He's uh, – him and Candice are on this new thing. I think that he will win and kind of, like, hold that middle card spot with that uh, that title for a while and kind of – Yeah. So that's my logic there. But, but you know, then again, like, recent events would also say that Keith Lee – Actually, I forgot it was for the title, so I'm going to switch and go with Gargano. I agree okay, with you. Okay, Gargano. Okay, cool. I'm going to switch so and go with Gargano, yeah. I'm going to write all these down so we can keep track of, like, who's like who's up and who's down in, like, the uh, the wins and losses. Nice. Um, yeah, I, actually, I didn't even think about it from that perspective. <laughs> Excuse me, from that perspective that Keith – I mean, because I was reading that some – there are going to be some call-ups. I did hear that, yeah. I'd be curious to see who that will be. Um, yeah. Hey, Rick. Uh, my buddy Rick Rogan just said hi. Hey, Rick. Good yeah, to see you, man. man. Good to see you, brother. Um, we're just talking pro wrestling, Rick. So if you want to hear some happenings in the world of pro wrestling, you can stick around. Um, and he left, so obviously he doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, though. Um, I think that like I said, there are going to be, they said that there's going to be some call-ups soon. So, um, um, I think there's going to be some call-ups soon. 
uh, and Keith Lee could definitely be one of them. Because yeah. um, we know that I mean they took the titles off of uh, they took the titles off of Riddle and Pete Dunne True. for that same reason. I mean they called Riddle up like what like less than a week after. Dude, yeah. Uh, Timothy Thatcher beat him. Which That's was true, bro, crazy think, that which was a crazy yeah. match. That match was insane. That was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> that was cool. like an MMA fight almost. I know, right? I think they just let him work a little bit too, maybe. Cause, yeah. Cause that was like a good technical battle. Um so yeah. next we got Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I hate to see Finn Balor lose again. I know. You know what I mean? I know, but then again, oh. like Damian Priest has lost all the matches recently. Yeah, he's due in for a win, man. It's a tough one. Yeah, tough one. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like obviously, like I said, I'd hate to see Finn Balor lose again, and I, I just, I, I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can put a guy like Finn Balor, like like Finn Balor, down for too long. I don't think so, man. It's it's. It makes me it makes me sad being a Finn Balor guy. Damian Damian Priest hasn't really done. Um, I don't I don't really think they have a specific angle that they're going with him. So no, just like the the guy. I think he wins via like nightstick. I don't think it's clean. But then again, like a great heel because he's got his nightstick. Like yeah. you know, I think uh, it's just so hard for me to see him losing again because like he's lost all the matches and Finn like. I just don't think it's a clean win, but I'm going to say Priest. Okay. What you got? Um, I, I, like I said, I really would – I really want it to be Finn Balor, so I'm just going to say Finn Balor. But I, I agree with your points. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually going to change my, uh, my first one. I think that first team is going to win. Not that this is relevant, but I think Shotzi, Shotzi and them are going to win. Dude. Because as I'm uh, looking at this, I'm I'm realizing that all the heels I have winning, and so I'm gonna go with yeah. the faces in that one. There you go. So <laughs> next we got our boy um, Adam Cole Bay Bay against my guy, the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> uh, I think Velveteen is moving up, so Adam Cole. I think Velveteen's going to call to SmackDown. Agreed. We can move fast that one pretty quick. I agree. <laughs> I think that I think the guy to beat Adam Cole, unfortunately, isn't Velveteen Dream, and I think he is getting called up. I concur, Doctor. So, and, and you know what will be really interesting? Because, like we just said, I think Velveteen Dream's getting called up, and I think Keith Lee's getting called up soon. So yeah. That takes two title. That takes two potential title challengers out of the picture. I mm. think when Adam Cole loses the NXT title, he's gone. Bro, dude, that's that's a bold. That's a that's a uh, it's a, hot, it's a hot take. Sir. That's a long. That's a long shot of the week or a hot take of the week for me. Yeah, but I I seriously think like Adam Cole when he loses the NXT title, he's leaving. Dude, I, I like so. Tell me, did you hear stuff about that? Uh, I saw some headlines. I didn't read any art. I didn't like read anything about it. But I know that Britt Baker had been saying some stuff about trying to, you know, about them discussing his future um, after NXT. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude, that'd be that'd be unreal. That would be so cool. That yeah, that would be like. Cool. <laughs> dude, that'd be crazy. That'd be so wild. 
I mean, the guy is like so talented. I love so that guy. Talented. I love that guy too, man. Um, I, I want to see yeah. him. I want to see him do something big in pro wrestling. And I don't think him getting moved up to SmackDown or Raw. I just, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna get buried. He might, like, he might, he might be the next Ricochet. To be honest with you, dude, you're right. I think that he likes being the big fish in the smaller pond. I really do. I, I don't yeah. think he has any desire of, of moving up. I really don't. Well, that's like Gargano. We were never Gargano, Gar- exa- or, exact same way. Yeah, he just doesn't want to. He. I think these guys realize that. If they move on to the big shows, uh, there's so much talent in the big shows that they're just going to get exactly, buried. bro. Exactly. They're like, specifically yo. being brought up to yeah. feud with a main star, main roster star. They're yeah. just going to get buried or become jobbers like Ricochet. And let's and let's be honest, they'll have a great first five months, but but that will be it. That will be it. Yeah. So yeah, I I concur on that one. Next we got. Charlotte Flair, who's my best friend, for, uh, against the love of my life, Rhea, Rhea Ripley, against Io Shirai. <laughs> this Wait. is a good one, bro. It's a triple threat, right? Triple threat. Yeah, I should have asked Charlotte. Should have. You really should have. You really screwed this one up, Tommy. Uh, bro, she told me good luck on my journey. I didn't even tell her good luck this weekend. So that's... I'm a dick. But anyway, so rude. Um, so rude. I think, so rude. Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I'm literally well, we're never like, going to have her as a podcast guest. <laughs> no, that's out the window. And not Andrade because <laughs> he's not a big English guy. But anyway, um, this one is like split. Like I'm like 30% <laughs> each person. Um, I'm going to say you're going with Charlotte. That was pretty confident. Can I hear some logic so I can be swayed? Yeah, because I think they're having fun shuffling her around all the different, uh, yeah, all the different shows. So, um, oh, dude, I'm gonna, say... I'm gonna say Io Shirai, on a hunch. Really, you think Io Shirai is gonna be the new NXT Women's Champion, huh? I think. Do think... Oh, I don't know. I don't want to. Do think... like this? I could lose so much sleep thinking about this one, so I'm just gonna pick randomly. Sure. But here, I mean, it's not, that's not totally like, it's not totally crazy to uh, pick either of them though, because if you think about it, if they want to do this thing with Charlotte that they've been kind of showing, they've been wanting to do where she shuffles around to all the different shows. Yeah. Then having a title on her doesn't really make sense until they're ready to like have her settle on one of the main roster shows. For sure. Her having the NXT title though, kind of is, uh, better for that though which is why i don't think she loses it because yeah. if she has the nxt title her being on raw and smackdown is not that big a deal and, and she's still on nxt but if she wins the wwe title from bailey or the smack the women's title the smackdown women's title <clears throat> if she wins that it doesn't really make sense for her to be on on raw or nxt yeah that's true you know what i'm saying that's so, true. like, for That's her to go point. down to NXT or to go over to Raw, like, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But no, you're her right. having I... the NXT title, her coming up to both other shows makes more sense. It's just like – You're right. You know I mean? Yep. Yeah, I so. could – yeah, I mean, that – like I said, I'm, I'm like 30, 30, 30%. But, uh, no. you know, just randomly I'm going to pick EO because you picked Charlotte. Yeah. And I think Rhea could win it too. 
But again, they could do Rhea or Io Shirai winning it and then them starting a feud and then Charlotte going off to win the the, the WWE title. So Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Charlotte, you know, after this, especially if she loses. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. All right. And then the main event of the evening. I don't know if it's actually a main event. But it's uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. I hate calling him Karrion Cross. I know. I hate it so much. I was about to say Killer uh, Cross. <laughs> Killer Cross. We're going to call him Killer Cross. This one, Cross. to me, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I think Killer Cross wins decisively and absolutely destroys Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's rude. I, I hate to say it. I'm a Ciampa <laughs> guy. I'm, I like both how of them do that to, How do you do that to Ciampa, man? I, I just think that uh, – <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's it's one of those things like similar to like Brian Cage, like coming in and you feed him to the dogs right away. And, you know, I just think that they're going to get this one right. I think Killer Cross should win, and I think he will win decisively. Uh, yeah, I, I as sad as it makes me, I agree with you. I mean, um, it's sad because like Tommaso just lost a huge match. He, they both need wins. Let's be honest. They both really need a win. Yeah. I just want to – I'm just curious to see the direction that they go with Tommaso. Yeah, I um, am too. I'd love to see him get a call-up maybe, but we I talked about too. him possibly not getting a call-up. Um, you know, who knows, man? I could see him getting a call-up for a little while, you know? Yeah, like, like it doesn't so. have to be permanent. It doesn't have to be permanent. Like, I could see him getting a call-up. Uh, maybe like a he, He's call so up. great, though. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, yeah. I know that he's – that he enjoys a lighter schedule. I know that he enjoys once a week. I know that he would like to stay in NXT, but I don't think he'd, you know, I, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. If you had to guess any, um, which three people, let's say three people get moved up, which three are you guessing get moved up? Like not um, including Matt Riddle. No. Uh, um, well, Velveteen, I'm pretty sure is getting moved up. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Lee, I'm pretty sure, is getting moved up. Because like we said, I think Gargano wins the title and then yeah. they move Keith Lee up. Um, is this including women? Sure. Um, that's so tough. I don't know who the woman would be, except maybe Mia Yim. But they just moved Bianca Belair up, so. Yeah. Um I haven't done anything with her. I don't know, man. I got two for sure's and then like maybe a couple maybes like Yeah. No, like, I agree. Like Tomas like Tommaso or right. you know, maybe yeah. yeah. Cause they cause what's the Forgotten Sons? They just moved them up as a tag team. True. Um, yeah, I think I think that's mm-hmm. probably a good like two definites and then there'll be one like maybe random one or something. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I'm I, excited. Well, like we said, I'm excited to see. I don't think Keith Lee will get buried. Um, I don't think, I think so either. Puts, I think he's one of the exceptions. Yeah, because I think you have so many. Um, I think you have so many, like we said earlier, I think you have so many possibilities with Keith Lee that he's yeah. not the type of guy that you can just bury him. Because um, it. And if he starts coming out and losing a bunch of matches and, and getting buried – then that's like solidifies the fact that these motherfuckers have no creativity because I know, there's man. so much you can do with a guy like Keith Lee. And if they yeah. can't figure, if they can't figure out something to do with Keith Lee, then they need to just quit their jobs. <laughs> yeah. So. And it sucks because, uh, you know, right now is NXT. 
is one of my favorite and it sucks that there's no crowd and it also sucks that a lot of these guys are going to get moved up and you know it'll always be good like nxt yeah. will always be my favorite it's unless a mat major change happens but it's one of those things like it'll be sad seeing velveteen dream my favorite guy in nxt outside of finn valor and then one of your favorites keith lee both leaving the best product it, which is so funny to say that i think it's the best product but it's not even yeah. close but uh but yeah it'll it's, be a bummer yeah well it's so funny too because i would say like i would agree with you i would say that um nxt is like the college sports of wrestling you know what i mean like college yeah. sports can be so much more exciting because that enthusiasm is still there. Yeah, there, yeah. There's there's more there's more hunger. There's That's more point, will bro. to compete, will to compete, and will to you know what I mean. Because you're yeah. you're you have a goal in mind, and you have like a, you know what I mean. Like you want to get your main call, you want to get your main roster call up. Um. But, um, because like some of these people know that. They, they they if they don't make an, a big enough name for themselves when they get up to the main roster like you said they're just going to get buried or they're going to get now you're right they're going to become a jobber so i think the the product in NXT is so much better i think because so much, the, everyone yeah. is everyone is looking for a reason to be unique and everyone yeah, is looking but, for a reason a reason for the writers to be like you know what we're going to bring you up and we're going to push a title on you or we're going to bring you up and we're going to push a, a big rivalry or a big feud right. with you so I think that's one of the reasons why NXT is so good is because everybody is more hungry and everybody wants to make a name for themselves, which, again, it translates to a good product, but it also leaves you at a catch-22 because you're like, I don't want to see these guys move up ah, because, exactly. because they're going to get buried or you know, the writing is just going to become awful for them or someone's going to write a stupid storyline for them. Right. But you also want to yeah. see him go to the big show and 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 right, get, man. You know, a, get big, get big, get big. It's a so. double-edged sword, bro. Catch twenty-two for sure, man. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So you want to do one thing to wrap it up? Yeah. So the last, hold on. The last thing that I'm gonna say is they're doing this this stupid thing with the Miz, Miz and Morrison and Braun Strowman. This is oh, the dumbest God. thing. I've seen, the dumbest bit of writing I've seen. Dude, you always think like it can't get any worse. So basically, what they're doing on SmackDown right now is Miz and Morrison have been in a surveillance camera following Braun Strowman around, pranking him. So they put like baking soda. They put like baking soda, and they're like covering it, and like they like destroyed his car, and they like did it. It's so dumb. It's the worst. Dude, the, like the, the only most... good thing SmackDown. I haven't watched SmackDown in weeks, but like. The only thing, tell me if this is still going on. The only cool thing I thought they had going for him, uh, like Mandy and Otis, other than that, is is the hacker. Mandy. Um, they didn't do <laughs> that. You know they, the they didn't do the hacker tonight, no. They Not killed yet, the momentum for that. That sucks. Hopefully they do it at they the end. Maybe they reveal it. Yeah, they haven't done the hacker yet tonight. That'll be cool. Um, so, yeah, that's like the only two things they have going for him, man. SmackDown blows, dude. I can't do yeah. it. Yo, big shout out, Matt Polly. Oh, he's gone. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> People are joining and then leaving before I have a chance to shout them out. So yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Um, um, yeah. So Braun Strowman has found them. Now he's gonna, I guess, flip their surveillance van because he's Braun Strowman and he can, you know, <laughs> throw a seven forty-seven through the air. Um, 
like we get it bro you power lift it's cool <laughs> he's he's literally like about to flip a, a white van a white like 12 passenger van with no windows jeez yeah yeah he's doing yeah he's not really doing that though <laughs> we get it bro anyway he's like flip, he's like flipping the surveillance van that Miz and morrison have been surveilling him uh being pranked in so something good's gotta happen at the end of this episode tonight I know. like well, not ours ours has all been good hopefully it's matt riddle oh yeah Ooh, matt riddle's a hacker <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be crazy if he just turned around in the hoodie i was like bro who do you think it is bro <laughs> <laughs> who do you think the hacker is good one guess yeah five God, i have no i have no idea i can't even i can't even guess because i really don't know you i mean i'll leave this one to you you tell me who you think it is i was gonna say xavier woods that's that's my only Ooh, guess. that would be good that would be that's good. what i want it to be that's not who i think it's gonna be because they'll do some bullshit like it'll be someone so it'll be like fucking hornswoggle like the anonymous gm <laughs> that would be cool um so yeah. um definitely not cm punk <laughs> no yeah um, I wish. so closing thoughts for me um i'm excited about the in your house revamp Dude, me too, in your bro. house was the best I loved In Your House back in the day. In Your House always reminds me. I always uh, think of the set that they used to use for In Your House. It was like the front of a house and like a living room. It was pretty dope. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it was a good concept. It's like surprisingly that they made that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I love what they're doing in AEW right now. Um, Dude, it's I love with the it. exception of some of the things we talked about with the stars coming in. Right. I just think that their creativeness is better. They're like WWE is almost like uh they're almost like like with the with the people in the crowd. WWE is almost like it's almost like AEW does something and then WWE is like shit, we better do that too. 100%. And it's and, so and much AEW just does it better. Yeah, you can tell like the people in WWE are chanting because they said chant the people in AEW yeah. are chanting because, like, they're just being themselves. It's so yeah. much more organic, dude. It's so yeah. bad. Like, yeah. That's what I said the first time I saw it. I said, AEW crowds, like, with the talent, you know, being in the crowd, it seems like they're just there because they're there and they're, like, having fun. It's like they're actually attending. At exactly. Event. Exactly. But WWE, it's like Triple H is back there going, all right, you go out there, you go out there, and you go out there tonight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, they don't even, it's like they don't even want to be there. So. And and the crowd interaction in AEW also helps because, like I said, the the people in AEW it's just like they're interacting with the crowd. Like we said before, the pineapple Pete thing would have never happened. Exactly. The Rip Baker hitting Rip Baker hitting people with her shoe. Like I love it. Like the AEW crowd just seems like they're they're a part of the show. They, the WWE the WWE crowd is just there, so it's not completely silent anymore. Exactly, you know? and it's and it's so fake. Like it's yeah yeah so um and then i loved uh this past wednesday on aw what Britt baker did um i'm just loving that Britt baker situation she's such a good she's such a great heel and it's so funny it was it's so, really great yeah it's uh yeah. yeah i i like what AEW. next time we'll have to do more aw talk because i really like what they're doing yeah. um and it almost yeah. seems like it almost seems like they're not really even missing a beat with the with the audience. I mean, obviously it would make it a lot better, but it, it's it's pretty good still, which yeah. is amazing to say. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, obviously it would be way better crowd, but it's, yeah. it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely hitting the mark. Like for me, it's hitting the mark for me. Like uh, AW is checking all the boxes. They're checking all for the sure. boxes for me right now. So yeah, I agree. And that's surprising to say because like the you could you can tell in WWE the lack of motivation is there without a crowd, but in AEW yeah. they're just like having a blast. Dude, I, it's it's really good, man. Yeah. So. But, yeah. But, yeah, man. So, oh. Backlash is, what, next weekend? And then they announced that Fighter Fest is going to be the two Backlash, right? Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Fighter Fest is two nights. I think it's the 29th. Right. And it's two nights. In July? In July. Wait. No, in June, I think. June. Late okay. June. June 29th. Okay, cool. So, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I, I'm really excited. So, um we'll definitely cover more of that coming up and then for sure um yeah so yeah that's all i got man um great anyway so i think we would be doing a little bit of a disservice not to just mention you know everything that's been going on in the world right now um my message man is just help your neighbor love your brother um i don't have a lot of super (laughs) profound wisdom on this topic but Um, We genuinely love and appreciate all of our listeners. Um, We love and appreciate everyone in our lives, no matter your skin color. Um, Our differences are important, but um, they're not what, they're not what define us. And um, I think that, um, yeah. So. Yeah, man. man. No, I think I appreciate you saying something about that. You know, I just want to say the same thing. Like our differences make us who we are unique, but you know, our differences don't make somebody better than another person. They don't make, you know, we, I truly believe that, that we are all equal, man. Like the, the guy who's not able to like, to have like a home right now is sleeping on the street, man. Like we're, we're, the, we're on the same level. It's like, we're all put on this world to like, to just do whatever we're meant to do. But there, there's nobody who's, who's meant in this world to be greater than somebody else, man. And I just like, I'm such a proponent of just like spreading love and positivity. And I just think that you know, I, I appreciate everybody who listens to this. I appreciate everybody, like everybody I've ever came in contact with in the world, man, I love and I appreciate. And it's just, it's sad to see that some people just don't have that love in their heart. And um, hopefully this will be a, you know, a turning of the tides. I know I'm getting a little long-winded, but it just, um, it, it is crazy right now, man. And hopefully this can all be for, for some good, you know. And, you know, I will, I will say this, um, Tommy, listen, and, um, uh, you see a lot of people um i'm trying to be careful with my words here i don't really care what you think of not you specifically but uh, because i know you and i think along the same lines 99 percent of the time but anybody out there listening if it if it loses us listeners it is what it is but Mm -hmm. um you know you see a lot of these all lives matter posts and things like that and you know that is true you know like we like we just said like we you and i as people we choose to love everybody um but i just want to encourage people like right now um white people black people you know whoever um all lives matter are not our topic at hand right now though our topic at hand right now is the the brutal (laughs) treatment of black people in this country and around the world and specifically in this country right now. Cause it was, you know what I mean? Like people say, Oh, a lot of white people are murdered. That's true. You're very right. But a white person wasn't just 
essentially executed <laughs> in the street in broad daylight. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's, there's something to be said about the skin color of that man. And um, uh, all lives do matter, but right now it's, 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 it's black lives that are the ones that we're trying to get the point across. So, um, so uh, like no, I said, uh, I just, I can't express that enough. Like you're yes, all lives do matter, but, but right now this is not about all lives. This is about black lives. And so anybody out there listening, you know, um, just be a good, like we said, just be a good person, but you know, it's be a, be a person that's, that's cognizant of what's happening in your world. Don't just, yeah. don't just put on your blinders um, and not, not really dig into what is actually happening. So um, yeah, man. Right now like, it's about black lives and we just want to let all of our, our friends out there know that we are cognizant of that and that we know and we're doing everything we can to donate and to to, yeah. to spread the word against the horrible things that are going on to um, our black brothers and sisters in this in this world. <clears throat> yeah, man. And it goes back to just like basic stuff that you learn in school, like just, you know, like be a good person and like stand up for somebody, you know, if you, if you if you see something that's happening or if somebody says something that's, you know, racist or inappropriate, like be the person who's, who's, uh, who has the, the courage to stand up to them and be like, Hey, that, that's not cool. I don't, I really don't like when you say that around me because uh, you know, the more you start to educate yourself and the more you start to realize, you know, what black lives matter means, it's not, you know, and, and to, you know, to the all lives matter thing, it's, I'll give you an example. I'll give you, and I know we're getting long winded, but this stuff matters, man. And so it's important yeah. to say, but like you look at, uh, you know, if anybody out there is religious, you look at the Bible, you look at um, Luke 15, when Jesus goes out and there's, a, you know, there's a hundred sheep and one goes missing and Jesus leaves for that one sheep. And, yeah. you know, but and it's like the other 99, but, you know, it's like, what about us? Like, do we matter? It's like, of, of course you matter, but there's one that's in danger. And, yeah. and that's, I feel like where we're at right now. And it doesn't matter. Like, obviously we all know all lives matter. It's very important. We all matter. Like you matter to me, everybody out there matters to me, but the topic at hand right now is black lives matter. Cause there's, there's definitely a divide systemically and in the world right now. And that's the thing, man. It's like, if one of our brothers is in trouble, the, the, we all have to come together. And so that's the way I look at it. Like if one of the sheep is, is gone and, and astray and, and in trouble, like we all have to look out for that one sheep. Right. And so that, that's like an example I'll give to people to help them understand, because I used to be in the all lives matter boat. I used to be like, Oh, well, don't no. all lives matter. It's like, oh, yes, of course, all lives matter. We all know that. But right now, like our black brothers and sisters need our help. And the, the, the least we can do is educate ourselves and spread positivity and, and hold people and hold ourselves accountable. And to know that that stuff's not okay. And racism, it, there's no room for racism in our, in our hearts now. So that's all I'll say on that, man. Well said, sir. Yep. So for those of you, like we said, get out there, donate, you know, yeah. uh, do, do all, <laughs> there's so much stuff. There's so much content out there right now in, yeah. in ways that you can help and that you can support the efforts of um, making sure that this shit stops. So yeah. um, like I said, if that loses us listeners, if you didn't like what you just heard, sorry, don't listen to us anymore. Cause we're going to, that's our, that is our, <laughs> That is our, um, the way we think. So if that's not the way you think, I'm sorry, but. And, and the anyway. truth is, man, like, if that's not the, if that's not the way you think, then like, that's okay. Like people need to realize yeah. it's okay to have opinions, man. Like me and you, dis- yeah. like we agree on a lot, but we disagree on a lot. And it's, and it's, 
it's opinions, yeah. man. Like, I, yeah. like one, one quick thing to add is like, I've learned in my life that, that I am not going to be able to change the, you know, 13 billion or however many million people are in the world, but I can change the way I react to the people in the world. And, yep. you know, if somebody has an opinion that I don't agree with, that's fine. That has nothing to do with me. It's something that they choose inside of them. And I can't alter the yeah. way they think, but I can alter the way I respond to the way they think. And so that, that's yeah. all I leave people with again, is just like, understand that opinions are just that it's opinions we all have them and i can't change the way you think drew and you can't change the way i think and, and we shouldn't be able to because we're all like we said we're different we're unique and we all have different opinions and so that's definitely something that i would encourage people to like you know that that's how we feel so maybe don't listen to the podcast but at the same time like don't take that too personally because it's our opinions not your opinion right so you know yeah. just food for thought yeah so good shit man all right y'all once again we appreciate we appreciate and love all you listeners out there tommy thank you man good luck we all wish you the best of luck you know you're gonna kill it appreciate you bro you're the man look out for us on uh instagram turning face pod look out for us on uh twitter yours truly usually likes to uh tweet live tweet during most events so so keep on you guys should follow us Uh, it's mostly nonsense, but some of it is funny at times. So yeah. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Turning Face Pod, Turning Face Pod on Instagram, Turning Face Podcast on Facebook, and uh, keep a lookout for our video clips that we do on yes. YouTube. We're gonna have at least four uh, like or five this week. So yeah, man. Like I said, if you guys don't want to hear us jabber for an hour and a half, um, check out the highlights on our YouTube channel turning face podcast so once again thank you tommy parker the man we out see you see you again soon bro thanks guys we love you guys bye you guys